أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وَأَرِنَا الْبَاطِلَ بَاطِلًا وَرْزُقْنَا اِجْتِنَابَهِ رَبِّ اشْرَحْ لِي صَدْرِي وَيَسِّرْ لِي أَمْرِي وَحْلُ الْأُقُدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bed-Uz-Zaman Said Nursi podcast series. This is Mustafa Tuna. You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org. In this episode, inshallah, we will continue reading the 10th word. The 10th word is about the verity, reality, verity of bodily resurrection and life after death. That the life that we see around us, that people are born, grow up, become adults, and then come to old age and die. That's not all that is there for us to live. But there will be a resurrection that everybody, all the the spirits that are taken away from their bodies and are waiting in the intermediate realm of the grave will be resurrected and will be given bodies again and there will be an accounting and there will be reward and punishment following that accounting. In this treatise, Ustad Nursi provides us with many evidences about the verity of this afterlife and about bodily resurrection in that afterlife. We read through four of them. We first read through a metaphorical representation that prepared our minds for what was coming. And then we read through a, an introduction that related the concepts in the metaphorical representation to the reality that is going to be discussed. And now we are reading the main section of the treatise where Ustad Nursi provides us with those evidences and he calls them truths. The method that we use in articulating these truths is that we first look around, we observe the created visible realm under the guidance of the Quran. And there, in that visible realm, we see the signs of creation. From that, we move on to deduce information about the Creator. And of course, again, this is under the guidance of the Quran. Once we have that information about the Creator, we ask, so a Creator like this, what would he do? How would he treat his slaves, human beings, once they are dead? Would he throw them into annihilation, non-existence? Or would he give them an afterlife? And so far, we went through four truths. And in each of these cases, the information, the knowledge that we attain from the the observation of the created visible realm under the guidance of the Qur'an 
directed us to the conclusion that yes he will create us again with bodies he will give us bodies in an afterlife that yes there is an afterlife yes there is bodily resurrection yes there is hereafter al-akhira and yes there is reward and punishment there today inshallah we will read the fifth truth beşinci hakikat bab şefkat ve ubudiyet muhammediyedir aleyhissalatu vesselam ismi mujib ve rahimin cilvesidir fifth truth this is the gate of compassion and the worshipful slavehood of Muhammad and it is a reflection of the names the answer of prayers and the compassionate or the mercy giver al-mujib and al-rahim in this very formulation that we saw at the beginning of each of the truths that we read is an outline of the method that we just mentioned the gate is where we enter to the realm of this knowledge the gate is what we observe in the created visible realm and what we observe in the created visible realm in this truth is compassion and the worshipful slavehood of the prophet muhammad and that takes us to the names of the answer of prayers and the compassionate or the mercy giver and then once we relate these two with one another we will see that there must be a life after death hiç mümkün müdür ki en edna bir haceti en edna bir mahlukundan görüp kemali şefkatle ummadığı yerden isaf eden ve en gizli bir sesi en gizli bir mahlukundan işitip imdad eden lisan-ı hal ve kal ile istenilen her şeye icabet eden nihayetsiz bir şefkat ve bir merhamet sahibi bir Rab en büyük bir abdinden en sevgili bir mahlukundan en büyük hacetini görüp bitirmesin isaf etmesin en yüksek duayı işitip kabul etmesin a somewhat lengthy sentence but it should be easy to parse through inshallah because there are two main parts to the sentence and once we understand that the rest should fall in place is it at all possible those who have been listening to this series will remember that this is the beginning of each of the truths that Ustad Nursi provides us with is it at all possible this is a logical argumentation if the answer to this question is no then what is being questioned is impossible and the opposite of it is necessary in each of these truths the question is is it at all possible for a lord about whom we learn by observing the visible realm around us based on the guidance of the quran is it at all possible for a lord like him to not give us life after death to finish everything for us here and now not to give us eternity and we eventually come to the conclusion that that is not possible that is impossible that the lord as we recognize him will not give us afterlife is impossible and therefore that he will give us life in the hereafter that there will be a hereafter is necessary so we ask 
is it at all possible that a lord so the first part of the sentence is the description of the lord that we recognize by observing our surroundings by observing his signs in the creation is it at all possible that a lord what kind of a lord is that he sees the lowliest need of the lowliest of his creatures and fulfills their needs with utmost perfect compassion from unexpected sources he hears the most hidden call of his creatures and then sends them his succor and he responds to whatever is asked from him with the tongue of states or the tongue of speech that is let's think of a plant when it needs water it takes a certain state the, the leaves become a bit sh shivelly it, it loses its robustness maybe the color changes a bit so there is a certain state in which that, that plant is and that sends a message so God receives that message and God receives the messages that we send to him by opening our hands upward and asking from him one is the tongue of the state and the other is the tongue of speech he receives all of these messages that are sent to him and he responds to them with infinite compassion and mercy that's our Lord he hears the lowliest need of the lowliest creature he hears the most hidden call of his creatures call for help from his creatures he receives all the supplications that are sent to him in the, through our tongues of state and speech and he responds to all of them he helps all of them he fulfills all of the needs with utmost infinite compassion and mercy that is the kind of lord that we see that we witness when we look around so is it at all possible for a lord as we recognize him as described here to do something that's the second part of the sentence is it at all possible for him not to see the greatest need of his greatest slave and most beloved slave and not to fulfill that slave's needs not to send him his succor not to help him not to provide him is it at all possible for him not to hear the loftiest supplication of his most beloved greatest slave and not accept it that would be a logical contradiction right he sees everything he hears everything and he fulfills every need he senses soccer for all those who ask for help but he will not hear the supplication of the best most beloved slave of his the best most beloved creature of his that's not possible that's not what we would expect we would certainly label that as impossible and in that case the opposite of that is necessary he hears the supplication of his greatest most beloved slave especially the loftiest supplication of his greatest most beloved slave here we have a side note before we move on haşiye evet 1350 sene saltanat süren ve saltanatı devam eden ve ekser zamanda 350 milyondan ziyade raiyeti bulunan ve her gün bütün raiyeti onunla tecdidi biat eden 
ve onun kemalatına şehadet eden ve kemal-i itaatle evamirine enkiyat eden ve arzın nısfı ve nev-i beşerin humsu o zatın sıbgı ile sıbgalansa yani manevi rengiyle renklense ve o zat onların mahbubu kulubu ve mürebbi-i ervahı olsa elbette o zat şu kainatta tasarruf eden Rabbin en büyük abdidir. Now the question is, okay, the Lord that we recognized would not reject the supplication of his greatest, most beloved slave. But who is that slave? Who is that slave? Let's see what is he asking for. Then we need to turn around and look at humanity to locate the individual who is his greatest, most beloved slave. Yes, a person whose royal power has lasted 1,350 years and now it is 1,441 years, who has generally had more than 350 million subjects at most of the times and right now he has over 1.5 billion subjects or followers, to whom his followers renew their pledge of allegiance on a daily basis, to whose perfections they continually bear witness, whose commands are obeyed in perfect submission by all of his followers, whose spiritual hue has colored half of the globe and a fifth of mankind, who is the beloved of human beings, hearts and the educator of their spirits. Think of a person like this. Such a being, such a person is without doubt the greatest slave of the Lord who holds sway over the universe, who has disposal over the entire cosmos. Hem ekser enva-ı kainat, o zatın birer meyve-i mucizesini taşımak suretiyle onun vazifesini ve memuriyetini alkışlasa, elbette o zat şu kainat halıkının en sevgili mahlukudur. Moreover, if most species in the realm applaud his duty that he is sent with a task by bearing the fruits of his miracles in their hands, Surely, he is the most beloved creature of the fashioner of the cosmos. Here Ustad Nursi is referencing the miracles of our Prophet wasallam, and he has a long treatise about the miracles of the Prophet wasallam. One of the insights that he provides in the treatise is that our beloved and God's beloved wasallam, has miracles that are shown on each species of the creation. The plants, the tree that walks to him, the tree stump that cries after him. Rocks, inanimate objects, the rocks that do zikr, recite the names of God in his palm. The animals, the, the wolf, the lizard, the, the camel that come to him and speak. Everything, the heavenly bodies, the moon that splits food, that increases in, in, in blessing and that feeds hundreds of people, although it was sufficient for only for a few, and so on and so forth. He has miracles that can be related to each and every species of existence in the cosmos. And therefore, everything in the cosmos is, in a sense, it's as if everything in the cosmos, every species in the cosmos has selected one representative and through the miracle that is manifested, 
by God, of course, on that representative, they are applauding the prophethood of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hem bütün insaniyet, bütün istidadıyla istediği bekha gibi bir haceti ki, o hacet ise insanı esfeli safiliğinden alayı illiğine çıkarıyor. Elbette o hacet en büyük bir hacettir ve en büyük bir abd umumun namına onu kadül hacattan isteyecek. And moreover, the plea for eternity that exists in all in the hearts of all human beings by virtue of their very nature, innate nature, a request, a plea that lifts humanity from the lowest of the low to the highest of the high. That is the greatest of all pleas, all requests, all supplications. And that is what is fit to be presented to the provider of all needs only by the greatest among his servants. If his subjects wanted to submit a plea to a sultan, let's say the sultan accepted petitions one day a year and only one petition. And of course, all the subjects would come together and discuss the matter and decide what is the greatest desire, the greatest need that they have. And then once they decided that, they would select the one that is most deserving of going to the presence of the Sultan and write a petition and give this petition to this person and have him presented to the Sultan. All of us, the entire humanity, if we were to come and discuss and if we were to be able to rid ourselves off of our heedlessness and forgetfulness and pride and so on and so forth and were able to actually reach the core of, of our innate nature and find out our utmost desires and needs, we would all agree that eternity is what we need. Eternity is what we need. And okay, we found the person who is the greatest. We found the person that is selected by the entire creation as they applauded his being selected to fulfill a task with the miracles that, uh, that they held in their hands. And now we identify the greatest need too. That person is the Prophet And this need is eternity, everlastingness that there will be life after death. So this is the side note. We are now going back to the actual text. We asked a question. We said, so a Lord who sees, hears, is aware of the smallest, tiniest, lowliest needs of his lowliest slaves, creatures, and he cares for them, he gives his help to them, he fulfills the, their needs with compassion and mercy, is it at all possible that he would not hear, see, be aware of the greatest supplication, greatest wish of his greatest and most beloved slave? Is it at all possible? We said that is not possible. But then we need to ask, is that the Lord that we see? that we recognize when we look, observe the creation. Evet, mesela hayvanatın zayıflarının ve yavrularının rızık ve terbiyeleri hususunda görünen lütuf ve suhuleti gösteriyor ki, şu kainatın maliki nihayetsiz bir rahmetle rububiyet eder. Yes, for example, 
the facility and favor and gentleness in the provision and nurturing of the weakest and the infants among the animals in this cosmos show that the owner of this cosmos is nurturing his creatures with infinite mercy. Rububiyetinde bu derece rahimane bir şefkat hiç kabil midir ki mahlukatın en eftalinin en güzel duasını kabul etmesin? Is it at all possible that a compassion that manifests itself in its lordship, in its nurturing of the creatures in such a merciful way, is it at all possible that the possessor of that compassion is not going to accept the most beautiful supplication of the most virtuous among his creatures? Bu hakikati 19. sözde izah ettiğim veç ile şurada dahi mükerreren şöyle beyan edelim. In the way that I have detailed this truth in the 19th word, let's repeatedly elucidate it here too. The 19th word is about messengership. Inshallah, there will come the time and we will read that too. And there this matter is explained in in great detail. But here Ustad Nursi is giving in a sense a summary of what he says there for us. So that we, we would understand the supplication of the meaning of the supplication of the Prophet the beloved of God. Ey nefsimle beraber beni dinleyen arkadaş. Oh Oh my friend who is listening to me alongside my lovely soul. And we may remember this from our earlier uh, treatises, especially the, the readings of the first eight treatises. When Ustad Nursi writes, he writes to himself. When he speaks, he speaks to himself. He tries to convince his soul. And that is a source of his ikhlas. That is one of the sources of his sincerity. He is sincerely trying and struggling to reach truth. And God is inspiring him accordingly. So he is saying this to himself. Let us listen to it with him. And let us also address our own lowly souls. Because our lowly souls will keep objecting and trying to pull us away from the realities that we are being exposed to. So, oh my friend, who is listening to this alongside my lowly soul, Hikaye-i temsiliyede demiştik, in the representational story we had said, at the beginning of the tenth word, we read a long representational story. Bir adada bir içtima var. There is a gathering on an island. Bir yaveri ekran bir nutuk okuyor. An honored aide-de-camp, a selected person, is reading an address. He is giving an oration. Onun işaret ettiği hakikat şöyledir ki. So that notion in the story points to this reality. Gel, bu zamandan tecerrüt edip fikren asr-ı saadete ve hayalen ceziretül araba gidiyoruz. Come, we are going to detach ourselves from the circumstances of this time and in our minds we will go to the time of felicity and in our imaginations we will find ourselves on the Arabian Peninsula. Ta ki Rasul-i Ekrem'i aleyhissalatu vesselam vazife başında ve ubudiyet içinde görüp ziyaret ederiz. So that we see and visit the honored prophet the noble prophet 
on duty and in his state of worshipful slavehood. Bak, look, o zat nasıl ki risaletiyle, hidayetiyle, saadeti ebediyenin sebebi husulü ve vesileyi vusulüdür. Look, how that person with his messengership and guidance is the cause for eternal felicity to be brought into existence and also the means to reach that felicity. Onun gibi ubudiyetiyle ve duasıyla o saadetin sebebi vücudu ve cennetin vesile-i icadıdır. In the same way, with his worshipful slavehood and with his supplication, he is the cause of the existence of felicity and the means for the paradise being brought into existence. İşte bak, o zat öyle bir salatı kübrada, bir ibadeti ulyada, saadeti ebediye için dua ediyor ki, güya bu cezire belki bütün arz onun azametli namazıyla namaz kılar, niyaz eder. So look, that person is supplicating in such a great prayer, in such a lofty state of worship for eternal felicity that it is as if this peninsula no in fact the entire globe entire earth is praying alongside him with him and is supplicating is beseeching with him çünkü ubudiyeti ise ona ittiba eden ümmetin ubudiyetini tazamun ettiği gibi muvaffakat zırhıyla bütün enbiyanın sırr ubudiyetini tazamun eder because now we said he's praying in such a great prayer. The Prophet ﷺ in salah, in prayer, standing before his Lord. He is standing before his Lord. He is going to rukur, bending down before his Lord. He is going to prostration before his Lord. And he is supplicating in that state of prostration. We said he is in a great prayer. What do we mean? Because his worshipful slavehood entails the worshipful slavehood of his entire community of believers who follow him and also through the secret of agreement through the secret of agreement it entails the secret of the worshipful slavehood of all prophets all prophets told us that there will come a lost prophet and we should all pledge our allegiance to him when he comes. God took pledges from all of his prophets in relation to their recognition of the last prophet, the Prophet They all agree with what he says. They all agree with his message. And through that agreement, his worshipful slavehood, the worshipful slavehood of our Prophet entails the worshipful slavehood of all prophets and all of his followers, the entire community of Muslims. And we should remember that on the night of Esra and Miraj, he led the prayer of all prophets at Masjid al-Aqsa, at the Aqsa Mosque. Hem o salat-ı kübrayı öyle bir cemaati uzmada kılar niyaz ediyor ki, and moreover, he prays that great prayer, 
with such a great congregation and he is beseeching that güya beni ademin hazreti ademden asrımıza kadar belki kıyamete kadar bütün nurani ve kamil insanlar ona tebaiyetle iktida edip duasına amin ederler it is as if all the luminous and perfect people since the time of adam Aleyhisselam to our time and up to the last hour they are following him and agreeing with him and saying Amin O God accept for his supplication here we have another side note Haşiye Evet Münacat-ı Ahmediye Aleyhisselatu Vesselam zamanından şimdiye kadar bütün ümmetin bütün salatları ve salavatları onun duasına bir amini daimi ve bir iştiraki umumidir. Yes, from the time of the supplication of the Prophet sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem, the Ahmadin supplication, until this time, until the time that we are living in, all of the blessings and greetings that his community of believers have sent to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mean that they are continually saying Amin, O God, accept his supplication and they are joining in, joining in his supplication without conditions as a general agreement with his supplication. Hatta ona getirilen her bir salavat dahi onun duasına birer amindir ve ümmetinin her bir ferdi her bir namazın içinde ona salatü selam getirmek ve kâmetten sonra şafiilerin ona dua etmesi, onun saadeti ebediye hususundaki duasına gayet kuvvetli ve umumi bir amindir. Moreover, every blessings that are sent to him, every salutation that are sent to him, when we say Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad or at the end of the prayer when we sit and we recite Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama sallaita ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma barik ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad kama barakta ala Sayyidina Ibrahim wa ala ali Sayyidina Ibrahim innaka Hamidun Majid and all of the other salutations that we send to him Every salutation that is sent to him is an Amin. O God accept for his prayer, for his supplication. And each and every one of the members of his community of believers in each and every one of their prayers send greetings and peace to him. And the Shafi'is, followers of the Shafi'i school of jurisprudence, that they pray for him after the iqam, after the call to prayer and everybody else also prays but in the Shafi'i uh, school this is emphasized more these are all general amins and forceful powerful amins for his prayer for the prayer of the Prophet sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem işte bütün beşerin fıtrat-ı insaniyet lisanı haliyle bütün kuvvetiyle istediği beka ve saadet-i ebediyeyi o nev-i beşer namına Zâd-ı Ahmedi aleyhissalâtu vesselâm istiyor ve beşeri nurani kısmı onun arkasında amin diyorlar. So look, that Ahmedin person, that person who is Ahmed, who is selected, glad tidings of whose coming is given in all the revelations to all the prophets before him in the Torah, in the Bible, in the Gospels, who was... The beloved, the most beloved of God, that Ahmadan person, 
who died who does not receive revelation and pass on to us any longer but who lives in his grave and the metaphysical personality of whose sainthood continues among us and continues to lead us he is asking on behalf of the entire humanity who with the tongue of the state of their innate human natures are desiring what are they desiring they are desiring everlastingness and eternal felicity and he is expressing their desire their wish in his prayer and the luminous ones among the humanity are standing behind him and saying amin amin oh god accept his prayer acaba hiç mümkün müdür ki şu dua kabul karin olmasın now is it at all at all possible that this prayer will not be close to acceptance will not be close to being accepted think about it entire humanity not only the believers entire humanity with their innate nature with the tongue of their innate nature they are asking for everlastingness and eternal felicity go around and ask if you will be able to find one person who will say no i don't want everlastingness and eternal felicity we all want it and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is articulating it on behalf of all of us as the best of creation and the best of humanity and the luminous ones in humanity the believers al-mu'minun the believers are standing behind him joining his prayer following him in his prayer and saying amin oh god accept from him is is it at all possible that this supplication this prayer will not be close to acceptance which supplication can be acceptable close to acceptance if not this this is the end of the side note and inshallah we are going back to the text again bak hem öyle bekha gibi bir haceti amme için dua ediyor ki değil ehli arz belki ehli semavat belki bütün mevcudat niyazına iştirak edip lisanı hal ile oh evet ya rabbena ver duasını kabul et biz de istiyoruz diyorlar hem bak öyle hazinane öyle mahbubane öyle müştakane öyle tazarrukarane saadeti bakiye istiyor ki bütün kainatı ağlattırıp duasına iştirak ettiriyor look and when Ustad Nursi says look here it is not only a rhetorical item of speech remember he told us let's detach ourselves from the circumstances of the time that we live in and in our minds let's try to go to the time of felicity the time of the Prophet and his companions and to the Arabian Peninsula at that time let's try to imagine this and this is important this is not only an intellectual exercise this is something that has powerful impact on our hearts this is something that brings light to our hearts through the imagination those lights come and infuse and illuminate the hearts and therefore we should try this we should close our eyes and imagine ourselves perhaps 
at that last farewell hajj attending it with the prophet in that crowd of the most luminous of humanity after the prophets his companions watching him raise his hands to his lord under the sun and supplicating crying with tears coming through his cheeks from his eyes through his cheeks supplicating and asking on mount arafat we should do that we should try to imagine look look what are we looking at he is asking for such a universal general need such as beqa, such as everlastingness and praying for it that not only the inhabitants of the earth but perhaps even the inhabitants of the heavens the angels the spiritual beings in fact the entire existent beings the entire exist existence is joining in in his beseechment and with the tongue of their states they are saying yes oh yes oh our lord give accept his prayer we want to and look he is praying in such a sorrowful way in such an endearing way in such a yearning way with such longing and passion and desire and sadness and with such pleading that he causes the entire cosmos to weep everything in the creation shares in his prayer he is not alone he is the best of creation he is the first of creation he is the best of creation he is the one who was selected to be ascended to god's presence on the night of mi'raj to present the worshipful slavehood of the entire creation to the lord the greetings salutations of the entire creation to the lord and the entire creation is joining in his prayer and supplicating with him what he wants everything in the creation wants bak hem öyle bir maksad öyle bir gaye için saadet isteyip dua ediyor ki insanı ve bütün mahlukatı esfeli safilin olan fenai mutlaka sukuttan kıymetsizlikten faydasızlıktan abesiyetten Alâ-i illiyin olan kıymete, bekaya, ulvi vazifeye, mektubat-ı samedaniye olması derecesine çıkarıyor. And look, he is praying, he is asking for felicity and praying for such an objective, for such a purpose that he is elevating the human beings and all creatures from the level of the lowest of the low where they fall plummet into absolute annihilation worthlessness uselessness and purposelessness to the to the highest of the high of preciousness everlastingness eternity and exalted duty the rank of being the letters of the one that everything is in need of and he is in need of nothing buck hem öyle yüksek bir fizarı istimdatkarane ile istiyor ve öyle tatlı bir niyazı istirhamkarane ile yalvarıyor ki güya bütün mevcudata semavata arşa işittirip vecde getirip 
duasına amin, Allahumma amin dedirtiyor. And look, he is asking with such a loud wailing of help and with such sweet beseechment for mercy that it is as if he is bringing the entire existence, the heavens and the earth to ecstasy and making them say, Amin, O God, accept, O our God, accept. Here we have another side note. Haşiye. Evet, şu alemin mutasarrıfı, bütün tasarrufatı, bilmüşahede, şuurane, alimane, hakimane olduğu halde, hiçbir cihetle mümkün değildir ki, o mutasarrıf, kendi masnuatı içinde, en mümtaz bir ferdin harekatına şuuru ve ıttılağı bulunmasın. Side note. Yes, it is not possible in any way that the disposer of this realm, all of whose disposals are conscious, full of knowledge, full of wisdom, will not be aware of, will not have consciousness and awareness of the actions of the most privileged person, the most privileged individuals among his artifacts, among his creatures. That is not possible. Hem hiçbir cihetle mümkün değildir ki o mutasarruf alim, o ferdi mümtazın harekatına ve davatına, dualarına, ıttılağı bulunduğu halde ona karşı lakayt kalsın, ehemmiyet vermesin. And it is not possible in any way that that all-knowing disposer will not pay attention to, will not give significance to the actions and prayers, supplications of, of that privileged individual and will remain aloof to it. Hem hiçbir cihetle mümkün değildir ki o mutasarrıf-ı kadir rahim onun dualarına lakayt kalmadığı halde O duaları kabul etmesin. And it is not possible in any way that that merciful and all-powerful disposer, while he is not aloof to his prayers, to that privileged individual's prayers, he will not accept his prayers. That is not possible. Evet, Zat-ı Ahmediye'nin aleyhissalatu vesselam nuruyla alemin şekli değişti. Yes, with the light of the Ahmadan personality, Ahmadan person والسلام, with the light of the Prophet وسلم, the, the shape, the appearance of the realm changed. İnsan ve bütün kainatın mahiyeti hakikiyeleri onur, o ziya ile inkişaf etti ve göründü ki, the true quiddity, the true nature of man, human beings, and the entire cosmos improved, developed with that light, with that illumination, and became visible that şu kainatın mevcudatı esma-i ilahiyeyi okutan birer mektubat-ı samedaniye, birer muvazzaf memur ve bekaya mazhar kıymetdar ve manidar birer mevcuttur. With his light, it became apparent that the existent beings in this cosmos are letters of the one that everything is in need of and he is in need of nothing that make legible the divine names. They are dutiful officials 
and they are precious and meaningful existent beings on whom everlastingness is apparent who are the loci of everlastingness in their precious and meaningful states eğer onur olmasa idi mevcudat fenai mutlaka mahkum ve kıymetsiz manasız faydasız abes karma karışık tesadüf oyuncağı bir zulmet evham içinde kalırdı if it were not for that light the entire existence all existent beings in the creation would be doomed to absolute annihilation and they would become worthless meaningless useless futile chaotic toys in the hands of coincidence they would find themselves in the darkness of delusions a delusional darkness işte şu sırtandır ki insanlar zat-ı ahmediyenin aleyhissalatu vesselam duasına amin dedikleri gibi arş ve ferş ve seradan süreyya'ya kadar bütün mevcudat onun nuruyla iftihar edip alakadarlık gösteriyorlar. So it is because of this secret that as human beings are saying amin to the prayers of that Ahmadan personality alayhissalatu vesselam everything from the face of the earth up to God's throne from the soil to the stars all take pride in his light and proclaim their connection with him Zaten ubudiyet-i ahmediyenin aleyhissalatu vesselam ruhu duadır indeed the very spirit of the Ahmadan worshipful slavehood aleyhissalatu vesselam is supplication belki kainatın harekatı ve hidematı bir nevi duadır in fact the actions and services of the entire cosmos are a kind of supplication mesela bir çekirdeğin hareketi halıkından bir ağaç olmasına bir nevi duadır for instance the movement The transformation of a seed is a kind of supplication from its creator to become a tree. We are going back to the actual text again. Bak, hem öyle semi ve kerim bir kadirden, öyle basir ve rahim bir alimden saadet ve bekayı istiyor ki, bil müşahede. En gizli bir zihayatın, en gizli bir arzusunu, en hafi bir niyazını görür, işitir, kabul eder, merhamet eder. Look, he is asking for felicity and everlastingness from such an all-hearing, munificent, all-powerful one and such an all-seeing, merciful, all-knower that as it is witnessed he sees hears and accepts the most secret most out of the way animate beings most secret desires most hidden beseechments he sees that hears that accepts it and he shows mercy to them lisana halile de olsa icabet eder he responds to them even if it is with the tongue of their states even if their supplications are not articulated in language but they are beseeching with the tongues of their states öyle sureti hakimane 
basirane, rahimane de verir ve icabet eder ki, şüphe bırakmaz, o terbiye ve tedbir öyle semi ve basire mahsus, öyle bir kerim ve rahime hastır. He gives and responds with such wisdom, such sight and mercy that this leaves no doubt that that nurturing care and administration belongs and can only belong to such a hearing seer and such a munificent mercy giver. It is unique to such a munificent mercy giver. Acaba bütün beni Adem'i arkasına alıp şu arz üstünde durup, arş-ı azama müteveccihen el kaldırıp, nev-i beşerin hülasayı ubudiyetini cami, hakikati ubudiyeti Ahmediye aleyhissalatu vesselam içinde dua eden şu şerefi nev-i insan ve feridi kevnü zaman olan fahri kainat aleyhissalatu vesselam ne istiyor dinleyelim. Let us listen to what this Pride of the cosmos, this honor of the humankind, this unique individual of the time and creation is praying for as he has taken the entire sons of Adam, entire humanity behind him, standing on this earth, turning his hands to the divine tremendous court, the divine tremendous throne, praying with the reality of the worshipful slavehood of Ahmad والسلام, that comprises the gist of the worshipful slavehood of the entire humanity. What is he asking for? Let's listen. Bak, kendine ve ümmetine saadeti ebediye istiyor, Look, he is asking for eternal felicity and everlastingness for himself and for his community of believers. He is asking for the paradise for them and for himself. Hem mevcudat aynelerinde cemallerini gösteren bütün esma-i kutsiye ilahiye ile beraber istiyor. Moreover, he is asking together with all of the divine sacred names that show their beauty on the mirrors of the existent beings. The divine names of God are manifest with their beauty on the mirrors of the creation. And that beauty is everlasting, eternal and everlasting. And everlasting beauty entails manifesting itself in an everlasting way. Therefore, all of the names, the divine sacred names of God are also, are also entailing wanting, wanting for the creation to continue in an everlasting way. And they want to become manifest on them in paradise. O esmadan şefaat talep ediyor, görüyorsun. He is asking for the intercession of those names. You see, he is saying, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Baqi, Ya Aziz, Ya Latif, Ya Rahim, Ya Jawad, Ya Kerim, Ya Jamil, Ya Hakim, Ya Adil, Ya Jalil, 
يا باقي يا حفيظ يا حي يا قيوم يا محي يا مميت يا رب يا حق يا الله يا الله يا الله He is asking for the intercession of God's names. He is supplicating to him with his beautiful names. He is seeking the secret of eternity in those names. Eğer ahiretin hesapsız esbabı mucibesi delaili vücudu olmasaydı, yalnız şu zatın tek duası, baharımızın icadı kadar Halık-ı Rahim'in kudretine hafif gelen şu cennetin binasına sebebiyet verecekti. He is asking in such a way that even if there weren't innumerable causes for the existence of the hereafter that necessitate its existence, even if there weren't innumerable evidences that show the existence of the hereafter, only and only the prayer of this person would be the cause for the creation, construction of the paradise. That is, that is as easy for the power of the mercy-giving creator as our spring. The way he creates the spring, the way when spring comes, all that dead nature comes to life. He brings life into that dead nature. The creation of the paradise is as easy for him. Because he has absolute power. Before his power, there is no big or small. Everything is equally easy for his power. The paradise is as easy as the spring that he creates every year again and again here we have one more side note evet ahirete nispeten gayet dar bir sahife hükmünde olan ruh zeminde hattu hesaba gelmeyen harika sanat numunelerini ve haşir ve kıyametin misallerini göstermek ve 300 bin kitap hükmünde olan muntazam enva-ı masnuatı o tek sahifede kemali intizam ile yazıp derc etmek Elbette geniş olan alemi ahirette latif ve muntazam cennetin binasından ve icadından daha müşkildir. Side note. Yes, to display wondrous samples of art and examples of resurrection on the face of the earth which is like a narrow page compared to the hereafter. To inscribe and include on that single page in perfect order all the different species of creation that resembled 300,000 separate books. And of course, at Ustad Nursi's time, they thought that there were 300,000 species. Now we think there are many more millions, perhaps, of species that resemble millions of separate books. Is certainly more difficult than building and creating the delicate, subtle and orderly paradise in the broad realm of the hereafter. Evet, cennet bahardan ne kadar yüksek ise o derece bahar bahçelerinin hilkatı o cennetten daha müşkildir ve hayret fezadır denilebilir. Yes indeed, it may be said that to whatever degree paradise is more elevated than the spring, to that degree is the creation of the gardens of spring more difficult and wondrous than the creation of paradise. Now we should repeat 
before God's power, nothing is more difficult or more easy than another. Everything is equally easy for him before his power because his power is infinite and any quantity amounts to nothing before infinite, before the infinite. However, from our point of view, if you are going to contemplate the the mechanics of how this is coming into existence, if you are going to contemplate the process of creation from our point of view, the creation of the spring in this world is more difficult than the creation of the paradise in the hereafter because in this world, everything is created along with their causes the causes and effects are created together everything is created in a mechanism when an apple is created it is not only the apple that is created but the apple tree is created with it and the soil is created with it and the interactions between the apple and the tree and the soil is created with it so this leads us to an enormously large number of interactions that are being created simultaneously this is the world of causes and effects this is the world of wisdom the hereafter on the other hand is the world of power and there everything comes directly from power here too everything comes directly from power but the causes are created as veils before power so that this world continues to be a testing ground we do not see the power directly obviously and therefore we are tested with regard to our willingness to submit our will to that of god and have faith in him in the hereafter there are no veils there are no veils and therefore everything is coming directly from power and therefore the intricacy of the connections and relationships that we witness in this universe do not necessarily have to be there there we witness god's power and all of his other attributes and names directly as they manifest we do not have veils we will not have veils that the veils will be lifted therefore from our point of view for from our human point of view that cannot comprehend infinity infinite power there is more process involved in the creation of the spring here than the creation of the paradise in the hereafter and that's the end of the side note going back to the text evet baharımızda yeryüzünü bir mahşer eden yüz bin haşir numunelerini icat eden kadiri mutlaka cennetin icadı nasıl ağır olabilir yes how could bringing into existence the paradise be heavy, be difficult on the possessor of absolute power who turns the face of the earth into a place of resurrection every spring and creates, brings into existence hundreds of thousands of samples of resurrection every spring how can the creation of the paradise be difficult for him 
Demek nasıl ki onun risaleti şu dar imtihanın açılmasına sebebiyet verdi. Levlâke levlâke lemâ halaktu leflâk. Sırrına mazhar oldu. Onun gibi ubudiyeti dahi öteki dar saadetin açılmasına sebebiyet verdi. In that case, in the way that his messengership was the cause of the opening of this abode of testing and trial and the secret of levlâke levlâke lemâ halaktu leflâk. If it were not for you, if it were not for you, I would not have created the worlds, the secret of this expression became apparent on him in the same way his worshipful slavehood caused the opening of the other abode of felicity. His messengership was the cause of the creation of this abode of testing and trial. It is his messengership that made this abode meaningful. And God is wise. He doesn't create anything without wisdom, without meaning, without function, without an end, without a purpose. And with His creation, does the purpose of this abode of trial and testing become meaningful. This cosmos becomes meaningful. And therefore, it is because of Him that this cosmos is created. It is his existence that made the creation of this cosmos possible. Therefore, he caused its creation. And in the same way, his worshipful slavehood is a cause for the opening of, for the creation of that abode of felicity. Because, because his worshipful slavehood and his supplication in that state of worshipful slavehood deserves that eternal felicity and God, God is munificent. He is not going to withhold what he deserves from him. Inshallah, we will stop here. We did not come to the end of the fifth uh, truth, but this is a good place to stop. And then inshallah, we will continue in the next episode of the 10th word from this point. Try to finish the fifth truth. سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم وآخر الضواهم أن الحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة